Welcome to the Quality Code Podcast. I'm your host, Talisha, and here we talk about everything quality. Tune in now. Welcome to the Quality Code Podcast. I am your host, Talisha. Thank you so much for joining me today here in Cheers to episode 14, which is the title, F What They Think, okay? So F meaning forget, LOL. Um, You know, if you would like to use another F word, by all means, you're an adult. I can't tell you guys what to do. So if it's your first time here, hi, why did it take you so long to get on here? Come on now. You got about 13 episodes to catch up with, all right? So if you are not new here, hey, okay, we about to get into some things, okay? So F what they think because why would you care about what they think? Yeah, it doesn't matter because... I know that you guys care about what people think, so that's why I am trying to make this episode to help you. All right, point number one. Okay, let's dig right on in here. Of course, I have a definition for you guys, okay? I literally typed into Google and I said, what does caring about people think look like? What does forgetting about what people think and care about you look like, okay? So let's talk about the definition. Google says, why do people care, right? Why do people give a F about what other people think? Google states that this is a very much so normal human response. People tend to crave closeness with others. People want to feel like they belong, even if it means with strangers or on the internet, okay? For sure on the internet, we all see on a daily basis more, honestly, I think it's more so Instagram because Instagram, you are, you have first contact to videos, to reels, to photos, to everything, okay? We, on a continuous basis, see people's lives. We see what they're doing. We see their morning routines. We see their nighttime routines. We see their facial routines, their skin routines, their bedtime routine with their kids. We see date nights. We see depressing episodes or people talking about how they are so done with life. We literally see it all. And you know, some examples of, you know, want people wanting to feel belong on the internet would totally be when you see people always running to the internet as their first response when it comes to something bad happening in their lives. They're crying on the internet. They are sobbing all the time, every single situation. The internet literally knows what's going on before their mama knows what's going on in their life, right? This could be not saying all, but this could be a, one, a trauma response. But this could also be because people just genuinely want to feel heard, to feel seen, and to feel like they belong. And this 99% usually stems from childhood trauma because when they were a child, maybe they were bullied or maybe they, you know, were humiliated, right? Maybe their parents always told them, hey, just brush it off. They never really, they never really talk with their children to see like, hey, I know you said that this affected you. Hey, I know that you like this girl, right? You're talking to your son. I know that you like this girl, but she doesn't like you back. How does that make you feel, right? There are a lot of parents who don't care (laughs) to know and understand how their children truly think and feel 
And okay, this could cause a lot more. We're, we're going ahead here. Anyways, that is the definition. Do I agree with the definition? Absolutely. I do agree with the definition. I, I want to also talk about, again, we learn our F meter, as far as giving F what people think, our F meter truly can be high or low, depending on our childhood. Um, you know, we learn to care about people and we learn to care what others think about us from a child. We learn that, that, you know, I have a daughter, you know, my daughter is, will be two in a, just a few months, which is kind of crazy, but I notice, you know, in my childhood, I I did, I struggled with empathy and sympathy. So um, all of the super emotional and touchy and affection, um, I didn't get too much of that. So for my daughter, you know, when you, when you learn better, you're supposed to do better. Okay. So for my daughter, I am on a continuous basis, always kissing her, always hugging her. And, you know, now that she's about 17 months, which is anyways, don't come at me for counting each month. Listen, I already talked about this in my motherhood episode. Go back, laugh, do what you have to do. She's 17 months. Okay. (laughs) Anyways, I noticed that the more affectionate I am towards her, the more affectionate her personality is. And I do love that Um, with me and her dad, you know, the more affection we give her, the more she's affectionate. Like she's constantly hugging us or she'll wave and be like, hi, you know, or just anything. She'll give me a kiss on the cheek. Right. And all of this stems from me being her parent and continuously grooming her to know like, hey, it's okay to show your affection, you know, show affection. It's okay to cry. You know, I'm not going to just say, hey, girl, suck it up, you know, toughen it out. Right. No, it's okay to cry. I want her to know that it's okay to talk about if something hurt you. I want to give her the space in my household as well as our future children. I want to give her the space to understand and know that she can truly talk about what she's feeling. And here is a safe, safe place. And the only reason and the only way that your children can feel safe is if you, as a parent or a parental guardian, if you create that safe place and environment for your child, okay? So again, we all have learned how to give a F or not to give a F what people think based off of our childhood trauma. If, if highlighted, if you have to, if you have had narcissistic parents or if you have had a narcissistic parent before, then this can go two ways. You can either care way too much about what society thinks about you as an adult and maybe as a teenager, right? Or even an older adult, right? Or you can care too much or you can truly not give a F what people think. So let's talk about me. (laughs) I am the second option for 100, Sally, please. Um, So I can honestly say that I have experience with a narcissistic parent, right? And through that, that has caused me severe vulnerability issues, which I talked about on a couple of episodes back then. And you all can go back and refrain reference from that episode. And during that experience, that that taught me to 
really not give a F what people think because here's the thing about narcissism, right? Narcissistic people. Man, I really should have researched what um, the a really good definition. So you may hear my keyboard typing because I record on my computer. And right now I don't have in my notes to talk to you guys about a narcissistic uh, definition. So here is what I'm going to come up with, all right? Because I am totally... I I need to put this in the podcast. All right. All right. So I just Googled it, right? Google says, what is a narcissist? Okay. Here's a short definition, but they have a ton of definitions. Okay. A narcissist is a person who has an excessive interest and admiration, admiration of themselves, right? Narcissists think that the world revolves around them. Okay. Here's another definition. How can you tell if a person is a narcissist, right? Expect to be recognized as superior, even without achievements, right? Make achievements and talent seem bigger than they are, right? This is this is what a narcissist is proclaiming to be, right? Preoccupied with fantasies about success, power, brilliance, beauty, or perfect, or be the perfect person or perfect mate. Narcissists believe that they are superior to others and only spend time with or to be understood by equally special or conceited people. <laughs> um, okay, so this is just certain things. Um for, you know, narcissistic behavior. It says narcissistic personality disorder involves a pattern of self-centered, arrogant thinking and behavior, a lack of empathy and consideration for other people, and an excessive need for admiration. Others often describe people with a narcissistic behavior as cocky, manipulative, selfish, patronizing, and demanding. Okay. So anyways, that is what my childhood looked like. Okay. So, um, unfortunately unfortunately fortunately right because it truly shaped me to be how i am right i would like you guys to understand that that is why i struggled my whole life with sympathy and empathy so in my mind as a child i'm thinking all right this this is pretty chaotic right like not every single day of my childhood but most of the days is pretty chaotic right in my house right so as a child, as a young child, I'm thinking to myself, okay, either I could cry in my room every day about what's going on right now. I could, I could be like, all right, truly, I don't care about being here anymore. So I could commit suicide, right? I cannot be here, right? Or I could, what else? I could run away, right? But if I run away, I'm gonna go to foster care and y'all be knowing what be going on in them foster care thing joints, right? Okay, so that was a no. I was scared of that, right? Or I could kill someone, right? I, I could probably kill the person who is causing the chaos, right? So, or or the option I chose, right? So I want to go to jail, which I probably wouldn't went to jail because I was young. Um, or I could have just completely dismiss my emotions for the rest of my life, right? Because if I dismiss my emotions and if I am not superbly emotional, right, then I can just get through the days and I could put on this facade, right? I can put on this face that, okay, don't play with me, right? And then people would leave me alone, But if I'm this, if I portray this super nice personality, if I portray 
Um, you know, if I portray someone who's overly emotional, if I portray, cause you know, like I told you guys in my vulnerability episode, I mean, come on now, this really should have been a part two. All right. Cause why are you listening to this episode and you may listen to my vulnerability episode, but I got you. It's okay. I forgive you. Okay. So I, I could have did those things, but I chose the, okay, no emotion route. Don't show emotions because I affiliated crying with being weak. Okay which is not true, okay? It's not true. I learned that as a young adult that that is not true. So I chose the no emotion route, which brings me to my next thing, right? Sympathy and empathy and what is the difference? They are not the same words. They sound like they are the same, but they are absolutely not the same thing. As of about two and a half years ago, I researched what's the difference because I honestly thought that they were the same thing. So before I move on to my next subject, I want all of my listeners to know I, my name is Talisha. Okay. If you know me, or if you don't know me, I'm an open book. I genuinely don't give a F what people think about me. I never have, which is why I'm not scared to talk about my childhood. I'm not scared to talk about, you know, situations and and you know and examples of what I had to deal with with my life to be able to have the courage and the strength to talk to you guys some of you guys are strangers you don't know me from a freaking can of paint okay I have a lot of confidence in myself I don't give a f what people think about me including family and friends so that is why I am open enough to talk to you guys about having a narcissistic parent about thinking about suicide, about talking about all these other things. I am not ashamed. I am not embarrassed. These are realities, okay? If you have never thought about killing yourself yet, stay alive, hun. It's coming, okay? So life gets tough. I am an open book. Again, I do not sugarcoat anything as well. This is a very transparent very transparent and open space on my podcast, okay? I felt as though, okay, this is a quality code. You cannot be of quality if you are embarrassed, if you are humiliated about your past, if you don't have 100% courage, if you don't have confidence. That is not someone who has quality, okay? I have it. This is a disclaimer. I wanna let everybody know people get a little shaky when people start talking about real examples and real things that happen in their lives and in their childhood, which is why 90% of people don't like to talk about their childhood trauma or like to talk about anything because they have family who try to make them shut up, not talk about their experience that are real, right? Which is why people are chaotic now. All right, disclaimer over. Let's talk about the difference between empathy and sympathy. All right, let's Google it. I got it up already. Don't even worry about it, okay? Listen up, okay? Turn your volume up, all right? Empathy means compassion and understanding of someone's emotions and situations, okay? Sympathy means feeling pity, okay? Sympathy means that you have a relief that, oh my gosh, you know who, I am feel so bad for them, but I'm so happy it's not happening to me, right? Or that I don't have the same problems, Sympathy is observance and acceptance of someone else's behavior, okay? While empathy, you truly understand and you can feel that person's emotions. You can feel their own grief. If they if your best friend has lost a job, right? You can honestly feel that emotion, right? 
So there are pros and cons to empathy and sympathy, okay? Let me tell you guys which one I struggled with the most, okay? The, obviously, which is pretty clear. The one that I struggle with the most is empathy, right? That's the one where you truly have compassion and understanding for people. I oftentimes, <laughs> I am laughing because I speak to my mother. My mother is, is my therapist who I don't pay for, right? Like I pay for a therapist, but then my mother is my other therapist that I don't pay for. All right. I actually do pay for it because I, I, I take care of my mother very well. Anyways, <laughs> I talk to my mother about this all the time. Um, she's like, yeah, so she struggled with both. I'm like, okay, thanks. Didn't ask, but thank you. <laughs> I understand that, all right? However, I do know that I do struggle with empathy more because I have a problem with truly understanding people's situation and understanding and, and like having compassion for most people. Now, um, okay, all right, so... All right, I'm, I'm gonna make some examples. I'm gonna make some examples. And you know what? If people wanna call me like a ho or whatever, okay, whatever. Like, again, I don't give a what y'all think about me, so whatever. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say it, okay? All right. Who watches BMF, right? Black Mafia game, right? Unfortunately, fortunately, I may or may not watch it, right? I don't wanna tell you if I watch it or not, right? <laughs> anyway, a little birdie told me that on the BMF show, right? And on the little Tyreek show, that's what it is, the Tyreek show. Okay, that, yeah, let's let's not do BMF. Let's not do BMF. Let's do the little Tyreek show. I forgot, um, not power, but whatever, the little offset from power, okay? Do y'all remember? Oh, no, 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 my bad. This was on power. That's what somebody told me, okay? <laughs> so on the regular power show, okay, on the regular power show, do y'all remember when Tyreek's sister died, right? She got shot, right? So... For people who don't know what I'm talking about at all, okay? So basically, Tariq, he come from a family of drug dealers, all right? So when he grew up, he wasn't a drug dealer, obviously, when he was a young kid. But his daddy was a major drug dealer. His mom was a drug dealer. Aunts, uncles, cousins, all them, all them, all them, okay? All of them were major drug dealers. So in results... I think it was Tariq's fault why his sister died. I think he was like maybe like what eleven or ten or twelve years old. He started trying to deal and stuff because that's what his folks did, right? So his sister ended up, you know, they got caught up in some drug money or whatever. So his sister ended up dying, right? And he saw her die. He saw her get shot, right? And she died. So here is my problem with empathy. Although I am very sad that the little girl died, his sister, right? Because she was young. She was probably like, y'all correct me if I'm wrong, because I know y'all be watching that hooligan, the hooligan shows, okay? I think the girl was like eight or nine, or maybe she was seven. She was something. But look, here, 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 here is my struggle, all right? Although I feel bad for the family, which, no, I don't. I don't. I feel bad for the girl because she didn't get a chance to live her life. The girl was literally not even double digits years old. I don't even think I feel bad for her because her family literally chose a really dangerous life and she didn't have a choice. Like she was born into it. She didn't have a choice and now she's dead. Right. So she will never get married. She'll never graduate college. She'll never get her own business. If that's what she choose. She'll never have kids. You know, she'll never have grandkids. Right. Because she didn't make it because of her family's stupid and chaotic and ignorant choices, okay? 
So I don't have empathy or sympathy for that family because it is your fault. It is, I don't have empathy for the parents because it is your fault why your daughter's dead. Why did you choose a life of selling drugs, doing all kinds of money schemes and scams? Why did you choose such a dangerous life? And you know what I also don't understand? When people decide to live these dangerous, risky lives, right? Why are people so shocked when bad things happen? Like, do you really think that you are going to sell all these drugs for 20 years, never get caught, live to your 90 years old, and then like, that's it? You don't think you're going to die. You don't think your mama going to die. You don't think your son or your daughter going to die. You don't think that your cousin going to die. You don't think that somebody going to shoot up your church and your pastor going to die. You don't think that you going to, like, come on now. Like, why do y'all, <laughs> that is baffling to me. That people literally live these risky lives. So again, I don't have the compassion. I don't I don't have no compassion for that situation because it's your fault. You know what I'm saying? Like, it. okay, here's another, <laughs> I got example, examples for days. <laughs> All right, your best friend lost her job last week. Okay, but why your best friend lost her job? She didn't just get laid off because her company broke. No, your best friend lost her job because she's sitting there on Twitter when she should be answering calls. Your best friend sitting there lost her job because she just got this new man that she just met last week and she's too busy texting him and flirting with him and doing all kind of junk, right? When she should be working, okay? Your best friend just lost her job because she cussed out the manager. Like, come on, I ain't got no empathy or sympathy. I ain't got not now one of them because why is you cussing people out at the workspace? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on now. People always talking about, oh, woe is me. Um, why, why am I not this? Why am I not that? Why is my life like this? Oh my God, my life is so sad. OMG, I'm so broke. Oh, like all of this stuff. What you want me to say? Sorry, poo, and give you a little kiss on your forehead? If you are over the age of 23 years old, get a job. You broke, get another job, okay? You don't like your life, change it. You don't like your weight, change it. Why am I sitting here <laughs> having so much, what is it, empathy, sympathy, Which one, whichever one is it is, okay? And you ain't doing nothing to change. I don't see no solutions. I'm a solutions girl. I keep trying to tell you. Why I got to tell y'all every single episode? I'm a solutions girl. So it's hard, it's already hard for me to find empathy and sympathy little little twitch in me. So it's like, I really ain't got it for y'all that don't have no solution. Y'all just sitting here complaining on the couch all day. Y'all ain't doing nothing. You don't got no plans. You ain't got no business plans. You ain't got no, not now type of plans. But now I got to have empathy and sympathy. I don't see it, right? Now, I don't want y'all to think, okay, Talisha's really like crazy for a witch. I am. However, that's not the point here. I... <laughs> I do have empathy and sympathy. Okay, empathy, I really don't have none. I'm working on that. I'm still working on that. Um, yeah, I need another therapy session for that. But the sympathy part, I have been working really good on, right? I've been doing really good with people telling me and coming to me about their problems, and I understand it, and I accept it, and I'm trying to give them solutions. Um, still trying to work on having the more emotional side of that, right, of the solutions part, because I'm a girl that, all right, I'm going to give you the solutions. Now, once you got them now, all right, it's time, it's time, it's time to go do something about it. All right. We, I'm gonna give you about three hours to cry after them, after that third hour, stand up. Now we got, we got some, got some business to take care of. All right. You did all that crying now. Come on now. Let's do all this. Come on. Let's, let's get, let's get over it now. All right. <laughs> okay. So that's the difference. If you guys didn't know that, that was my very long five minute <laughs> definition of the difference between empathy and sympathy. All right. So 
again, I told you guys why I struggled with both, okay? Again, I took the route of just truly suppressing my emotions, suppressing my feelings, because that way people would leave me alone. That was always the goal. I like to be left alone. <laughs> um, you know, people who truly care about what people think, you know what I mean? Again, it, it could be the opposite side of me, right? Again, if you did have a narcissistic parent, you know, your parent was manipulative, right? They didn't really listen to their emotion, your emotions. And if you did state your emotions, they would probably turn it all around and put the attention on themselves instead of you. You're the person talking about, hey, I got an issue. And now they're talking about, well, your issue is not really bad. Let's talk about my issues. Like, girl, like, <laughs> we ain't even talking about that right now. Like, why is you talking about, we ain't talking about that right now, Okay. And those people, some of those people grow up to be people who really care about what people think about them because nobody cared when they were a child and they crave that. So instead of suppressing, they you have people that overshare, right? People that overshare on social media, uh, people that overshare with strangers, right? You, you have these different types of examples, okay? So... Let's talk about the cons of sympathy and empathy. And then for real, for real, I'm done with that. <laughs> okay. All right. So here's the con of empathy. Here is a quick little keyword to try to help you remember the difference between both. Empathy, emotions. Okay. Sympathy, acceptance. Right. Empathy, E. Both got E's. Empathy, emotions. So the con of having too much empathy is exhaustion. And Google said that. <laughs> Google and I said that. You are exhausted. You are taking on everybody's bad situations in life and you're basically making their bad situations yours. You're making their, like, why are you doing that? <laughs> why are you doing that? Your best friend just spoke up with her boyfriend. Why are you over there crying? Like, why? <laughs> Yo, you, your relationship, you happy in your relationship? Um, Your best friend lost her job? You walking around, moping around like you lost your job. What you got going on? Okay, you, you feeling <laughs> other people's problems and it is making a negative impact in your life, okay? You're you're tired and over time, you get exhausted. You get tired of doing all that. Like, tired, why am I sad? I'm sad over someone else's problems? Make it make sense. <laughs> like, it's not making no sense, okay? And let's talk about the cons of sympathy. The cons of sympathy is truly some people will think that you're belittling them or thinking that you're a-hole. Google said that. Google said a-hole. They said that. So I'm, I'm just repeating what Google's talking about, okay? Sympathy, people can think that, okay, you just brushing off their problems. Like, girl, girl, I just told you that my son got some type of deadly disease. You like, dang, girl, that's crazy. You ain't got no kids. You like, dang, girl, that's crazy, girl. Um, we still going out for dinner this weekend, girl. <laughs> girl, do you want to get hit or what? Because, like, girl, come on now. I just told you about my son. You over here talking about is we still going to Barcelona in Atlanta. Like, if you know, you know. I love Barcelona. It's one of my favorite restaurants. Um, first of all, I'm going to do both. <laughs> okay? So you you really just, you really pretend like you care, but you really ain't showing that you care. That's what that means. And, again, that's me. I'm trying. I'm not 100% sympathy, you know, sympathy. Like I, I got some good parts of it, but you know, I have to be humble sometimes. Just like, girl, like, what did you say? <laughs> like, 
I would be telling my mama like, hey, you know, this this something happened to this, my friend, whatever, whatever. My mom be like, what you say? My mom be like, that's what you said? <laughs> well, yes, that is what I said. <laughs> Anyways, all right, so let's talk about people, all y'all who really give a F what people think and how to fix it. All right, let's talk about solutions. My favorite thing, boundaries. All right, set up some freaking boundaries with people, all right? Look, stop answering your phone. <laughs> Don't take them back. Like, you you know, y'all always got some drama going on. Y'all got all this drama going on, okay? Um, don't talk to me if you got drama. Don't talk to me if you always talking about your problems and you ain't got no solutions, okay? We can cry for about an hour. Uh, after the hour on the phone, girl, what we got going on? What's next? What's next? What's tea? What's next? What we finna do about it, okay? Um, Don't be caring what people think about you because they're not paying your bills. They're not paying your bills. They're not paying your bills. You're paying your bills. You slaving on that job, paying your bills. You slaving being an entrepreneur and a business owner, broke for however so-and-so X years, right? Trying to make ends meet, okay? Don't care about what social media thinks about you. Social media is fake. I keep trying to tell y'all that. I done told y'all that a few episodes ago, multiple times. It's fake. You are looking at people's highlights. You are looking at people's positive and good things that are happening to them. Nine times out of 10, you're not looking at, you know, they just broke up somebody cheating in their marriage. Um, so, you know, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all over here talk about, oh my gosh, Beyonce and Jay-Z goes, marriage goes, why? He cheated on her multiple times. Or Come on now, think about it right now, okay? Oh my gosh, Kevin Hart and his wife, their goals. Okay, he cheated on her, okay? <laughs> like, why, why y'all doing that? Why, why y'all doing that? Um, pay attention. So, yeah. That's the end of this episode. Like, how y'all liking it? How y'all feeling? And you know, y'all just be on here talking. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe to my podcast. Uh, Yeah, comment on this episode if you was really feeling it or if you really wasn't feeling it. Don't really matter to me because I'm going to F what y'all think. But anyways, I'm going to talk to y'all on the next episode. Love y'all so much. Y'all know I'll just be playing around for real, okay? Yeah, I'm going to see you on the next one. <laughs>